The World Economic Forum wants you to believe that the pandemic treaty will save lives in the future. It would actually mean the WHO could enforce edicts, get rid of freedom of speech, and more even in the United States. And who is Dr. Merrill Nass? All of this and more today on In Time. Welcome to the End Time Show. Vince Stegall here with Doug Norvell. We're taking your calls. The number to join us is 877-END-TIME, 877-363-8463. As you all know, Understanding the End Time has finally been released. We're so excited about the DVD series and the book. Of course, it's also streaming on End Time Plus at endtime.com slash new. The pre-order deals are gone. If you waited until now, you waited too late. But you can get the DVD sets and the book uh, at endtime.com slash U-E-T, the abbreviation for Understanding the End Time. So endtime.com slash U-E-T. Go there, check it out, and look for more resources coming in the very near future around Understanding the End Time. So we're excited about this series, Doug. Um, it was a big series for your life, as as you know. Mm-hmm. Um, that's how you met, I guess. Well, I know you'd already met us, but you came here for a series, and your life kind of shifted pretty substantially when you went through understanding the end time absolutely it was absolutely a life-changing experience and you know i've watched that happen too over and over um as i've taught the classes so yeah and currently you know i'm finishing up this most recent with the new release and mm-hmm. so uh there are some people who uh you know i believe their lives are about to be changed so absolutely pretty exciting yep yeah and for the first time ever it's in book form so yeah, I actually I talked to one of our listeners today on the phone who, uh, she is from, her name's Anna, she's from Orlando, and she was very excited about getting her hands on that book today, so she was going to call in and order that today when we got off the phone. She said, do you have anything in written form that kind of gives me an idea of when all this is going to start happening? I said, as a matter of fact. We sure so, do. Yeah. Well, we are very excited about it. You can check it out at endtime.com slash UET. Again, we're taking your calls. The number of joints is one eight seven seven 877 All right, Doug, the pandemic treaty. We talked about this, oh, it seems like it was a month or so ago. Talked um, about it a, a year or so ago, too, remember? That long? Yeah, well, I mean, we've talked about it a month or so ago because they came back and revoted in May okay. for it. But remember, a year ago, May was the first time we introduced it and hearing about it. And the Biden administration was really trying to push it. And we talked about how there were some nations like Africa uh, that were kind of surprising that they kept it from passing. And we were happy about that because our country was trying to push this thing. Right. And so here we are again. We just came from uh, May of 2023 where they tried to reintroduce it again. Still didn't go through. So now they're looking at may of 2024 to really get this thing home and it's interesting Vince, when you start seeing these things happen because you know the other day uh king charles put forth a plan that he believes will sustain us through to 2030 which mm-hmm. is where they want to get us to and it talks about a lot of this stuff king in charles. his plan yeah king charles well you know yesterday we we're talking about trump yeah and we asked the question is donald trump the antichrist yes we did we don't believe that he is no, but a lot of people were commenting saying it's definitely King Charles. 
Wow. I don't know if they realize it or not, but we did a show called Is King Charles the Antichrist? <laughs> we did. As and that's available for free at yeah. watch.endtime.com. Go there and search King Charles. Yeah. You'll be able to watch it. Yeah. and it's, Funny you mention it today. And so, you know, one of those things about that, he, he is in the ring. He could be. He's from the right region. He is a political figure. And he has talked about some strange things in the past, but he is very much on board with this because as we go down through this today, we're going to find out who's behind some of this. And, of course, it's the U.N., WEF, the uh, central, uh, what is it called? I'm sorry, I can't even think right now. The disease... um, CDC. Thank you. The CDC, they're behind it as well. So a lot of three-letter agencies are behind it, along with world government of the EU and the UN. And so there is a lot to this. And this is uh, interesting because this was the story that we have today, along with a video that we have today, uh, is interesting because it's been, now it's kind of surfacing and you're starting to see uh and we'll give more information about the video as we get there, but I don't want to give away too much before our first break. So Now, um, on the pandemic treaty, is that a U.S. thing? Is that something that's like con- Congress is debating, or w- what is all that? Are we- yeah, so like you know, we talked about before, this is a, a global uh, initiative is basically what this is, and it comes from the U.N. and the World Economic Forum. And one of the reasons why they're pushing it is because of the COVID crisis and what happened with the COVID crisis. They didn't exactly have the response that they wanted to have, but they did try to shut us down, lock us up, and uh, and keep people from being able to move around. And that's what this really, this pandemic treaty does. It's going to give it, you know, you hear so many times when we talk about the UN and when we talk about that world government, it talks about it having great iron teeth. And you hear other, uh, like we've heard the Pope say, we've heard other political leaders say, the UN needs real teeth. Uh, the speech that King... Um, uh, I just said his King name. Charles. Ago. Thank you. King Charles gave to the WEF not too long ago, talked about a world figure, and he didn't name the person, but he said with trillions of dollars at his disposal, he would be able to have a military force that could really enforce some of these initiatives. So it sounded a lot like Daniel chapter 7 in the fourth beast of Daniel. So now we're seeing that's what this treaty would really do, Vince. It would give the UN, the WEF, the WHO, a little bit more authoritative power to do things because if if you sign into this as a nation, even though they like to say you're not signing over your sovereignty to this, Vince, but if you sign into this, what you're doing is you're actually saying you give the WHO permission to lock your country down if they see fit because of a pandemic scare or, or anything. I mean, we could be talking about anything, really. I mean, w- recently we've had train derailments where uh, they've had to move people out of their areas because of the toxins that were coming out of these trains. We've seen these fires in Canada. It could be things like that, these emergencies, where they could lock a nation down or keep you from being able to travel because of danger in those areas. So it gives them that kind of authoritative power and that's why, you know, we're talking about it, because we know a world government's coming. And this is world government at its finest. And so we're seeing them begin to implement these plans. Is this the treaty, the peace plan, I suppose, that we look at that would be the confirmation of the covenant? Or is it not associated with that at all? This wouldn't be associated with that at all. This would be more of a, uh, 
a type of pandemic side of it. And people might try to play that in and say this is somehow how that's going to be. But like we explained yesterday, that peace treaty is going to be the Abrahamic covenant, basically, that God made with Abraham, which is Israel's right to exist in the land of Israel. So uh, their right to exist there, it doesn't really have anything to do with this. But Israel would as well fall under this treaty if it was voted in by all the nations that they're going to talk to. About so we're not looking at the beginning of the final seven years when we talk about what we're talking about today? No. But lots of government control. Lots of government control. All right. Well, we're talking about the Great Reset lockdowns and the pandemic treaty. So don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. A voice spoke to me and said, I've got something I want to show you. I was so sure God had talked to me. And I was stunned by what I saw. A direct fulfillment of this over 2,500-year-old prophecy. The United States will stand with Israel. Why haven't I ever seen this before? One-third of humanity will die. What do these beasts symbolize? The lion, the bear, the leopard. The combined beast from Revelation 13 represents the end-time government of the Antichrist. Understanding the end time. Now available for pre-order at endtime.com slash ABC. Go to endtime.com slash ABC or call 800-END-TIME. Are you ready for an extraordinary journey to the region that is the focus of more end-time Bible prophecy than any other. Well, look no further. Join us on an unforgettable journey to Israel. Our adventure begins down in Jerusalem where we will teach on the Mount of Olives, sing at the Garden of Gethsemane, walk down through the Kidron Valley, then we'll make our way north, have a boat ride on the Sea of Galilee while visiting Joppa, Mount Carmel, baptized in the Jordan River, and so much more. Don't miss out on this incredible trip to Israel. Spaces are limited. Book your tour today. Visit endtime.com slash tour or call us at 1-800-END-TIME. Join us for an experience that you will never forget. What if you could understand Bible prophecy? Dave Robbins, the host of the End Time Show's TV and radio programs, is holding a free prophecy conference near you. Gain peace and understanding about what the Bible says concerning end time prophecy. Call 1-800-END-TIME or go to endtime.com slash events to see when Dave will be in a location near you. Welcome back to the End Time Show. Vince Stegall here with Doug Norvell. We have open lines at 877-END-TIME, 877-363-8463. We're taking your calls today. So let us know what you think. We're going to discuss the Great Reset, lockdowns, and the pandemic treaty. We're going to get off into what the pandemic treaty is, show you some uh, video footage that we think will be quite mind-boggling, and show you how it aligns with what the Bible says is not just coming, Doug. We used to say... 
well, end times, I'm saying for a long time, it's not coming, the end time is now. Right. But we used to look at this and go, this is going to happen during the end time, but we're going, it's happening right now. The end time is now. You need to be ready. You need to get in gear. And you need to tell everyone that you can about what is coming according to the Bible. And here we are. A pandemic treaty. Mm -hmm. Before we get off into that, i got to compliment your outfit, Doug. If you're (laughs) listening on the radio, you're not seeing this goodness. Yeah. When when Doug and I do the show together, he comes in, looks at me and goes, oh, we're wearing the same outfit today. And that's <laughs> that happens sometimes and it yeah. and it's maybe the closest that we've ever been. So Well, the crazy thing is, you know, Dave's on vacation this week. He, they're celebrating their 35th wedding anniversary and yes. so they're they're away celebrating him and Jana. And so uh I live away from in time a couple hours and I drive in on the days I'm on the program. Well, I'm on the program every day, so I had to pack a lot of different stuff to wear this week, and this is what I put on this morning. I come in and see Vince there in his office and went, what color's your jacket? And he said, gray. I said, great. We're going to be Twinkies today. So well, if you can't tell us apart, he's Vince Stegall. I'm the good-looking one. Now, there you go. He's young and good-looking. I'm the old guy with all the wrinkles. <laughs> all right. So can we declare something with this pandemic treaty with this outfit selection (laughs) well here's the thing about the treaty we better jump off in here before we get some crazy calls uh but here's the thing about this treaty so you know i said uh, this article that i pulled up after we we saw this video surface uh is from may 26th of 2023 so they've just had this council again where they've talked about this again and the the article's interesting and it gives you uh, the insight that May 24, uh, 2024, they're looking for a legally binding agreement. You always got to look at those words and how they're saying it, but this would be legally binding agreement to be adopted by the UN's health agency of the 194 member countries. Now, I don't know, Vince, it doesn't say in this article, but this article actually came from the WEFforum.org. So it comes straight from the horse's mouth. And, and the article is discussing that this would be a binding, a legally binding agreement. So what is legally binding? We're going to get into that in a second with this video because I want you to see what it really means to us. But we've seen the, the WHO uh, chief, Tedros is what I'll call him because his name is really hard for me to pronounce, but it's a very long name. And I know some people don't like it when I do that, but I can't remember the guys. I can't even remember how you pronounce that last name. But Tedros (coughs) is his first name, and most people know who we're talking about. We've played video of him before. Uh, But he says that this is also a uh, generational commitment, like we're doing this for generations to come. This is something that we're doing to protect our children and our children's children. Uh, against um, these diseases like COVID-19 pandemic. Now, regardless of how you feel about COVID-19, I mean, I know there's a lot of different opinions out there about COVID-19 and about the virus in in and of itself and about the vaccines and things like that, which people need to go back and watch the source for this video we're going to show here in a minute because it's a four-hour long video. It's on YouTube, and I have links for it. Uh, You know, I get people that ask us all the time for the notes. Well, there's links in my notes where you can watch the full video. But they're talking about, Vince, not only this agreement, but they're talking about the vaccines. They're talking about Pfizer and Moderna. And they even mention um, 
Fauci. They even talk about him and how there was some misrepresentation of the COVID vaccines, the COVID virus, all these things. So regardless of how you feel about that, if you want to research and look at some things, you need to go check that video out, I believe. But one of the things about this article, Vince, I put the things there highlighted. I'm going to let you kind of read some of those things if you want to, because I'm going to give my voice a break and let you kind of talk a little bit. But these are the things that were important in this article. Well, Doug, I was I was actually going to highlight here because I just can't believe that we're sitting here talking about the pandemic treaty and yeah. and COVID and the and a pandemic in general. I'm sitting here going, this feels like it was so long ago, mm-hmm. and yet here we are talking about current events. I sent you a tweet. Uh, let's see, it was like July 20th, I think, July 24th. Yeah, I sent you a tweet, and it was of like an alert, and it's and it's this COVID. Um, notification says that a man has tested positive for potentially fatal coronavirus at the at Abu Dhabi. The World Health Organization says, and I'm going. I just travel back. Is this an old tweet that's research? No, it's like from July 21st, and it says out of all the recorded cases, this virus has had a 36% fatality rate, according to the WHO. WHO recommends surveillance in both humans and animals because of the high fatality rate large geographical range and lack of medical intervention. I'm going, we've already like we've already been through all this. Yeah. And you yeah. all are still saying stuff that we know like, yeah. you you lied to us for a long time. Exactly. And you know, maybe some people don't believe they lied. Maybe it was that they had it totally wrong for a number of things. Mm-hmm. Whatever the case, like they're just acting like yeah. none of that happened and they're trying to convince me of this again. Right. Uh well, I say again, I should say that loosely, but, and you replied, here <laughs> right. we go again. Yeah, so I'm like, here we go again. Well, yeah, I remember you sending that to me the other day. And, and the crazy thing about events is, you know, we know for fact that we've heard over and over, we've heard these elites, the, these world government uh, politicians that are very much left leaning and into the world government policies say, never waste a good crisis. You never waste a good crisis. You take it to its full advantage of being able to use that and get the alternative you want out of it. And so that's what they definitely did. If, even if you don't believe anything about that being a, a vaccine, I mean, a, uh, a disease that came up, if you're thinking that's not even real, COVID's not real, I know there's some people that think that. And then there's other people who think, no, it's definitely real. I know people that have died from it and all these things. So I understand both sides of that argument. I get it. But if you're somewhere in the middle, you've got to understand that regardless of which end of that spectrum you're on, they used it to their advantage to push these things forward and to take sovereignty from countries and to push these kind of uh, edicts on people where they can begin to rule them from a world, a global um, government perspective. And, and just to clarify, you are you are not claiming that COVID did not happen mm-hmm. or that people did not die or any of that. I know where you stand on all yeah. that. But I brought that up thinking, man, it kind of feels exhausting that we're talking about this again. Yeah. But we're talking about it again because the leaders of the world are trying to use this still mm-hmm. to have more control. Well, this it's, pandemic and it's treaty. funny that it comes up right now with the pandemic treaty. Right. Right. It's crazy. Man. And, I, and I'm seeing tweets about the rise in 
COVID cases in Texas and all these different. Yeah. They're tracking it again like they were before, at least to some degree. Yeah. And I'm just going, this is so interesting. Here we go. Here we go but again. And not only that, but we also have an election coming up, you know, in a year sure from now, you know, and so they're going to start campaigning for this pretty soon again. And that's interesting in and of itself. So interesting. So Back to this article a little bit here. One of the things that they're talking about doing is using this as a health emergency for trade and travel to stop trade and travel, which we know they did that before because we've been through all this. The other thing is that it says for new and more wide-reaching pandemic accord, member states have agreed that they should be legally binding for those who sign up, overcoming early reservations from the United States. Now, we didn't really, our leaders weren't really having reservations other than maybe, I mean, I know that our president wasn't because President Biden was one that was a front runner in pushing this and trying to get people to do this. Warp uh, speed. Yeah, warp speed for sure. And so um, anyway, that's, it's interesting that it says that about the United States. Maybe that's the people of the United States because I know that this country probably had more pushback against the vaccine than most countries in the world. And I saw an interesting uh, video the other day on Instagram that was showing all the the ways that they were attacking non-vaxxers and saying, you know, you better do this, you better do this. Even President Biden said, look, our patience is running thin with you people. And, you know, now look where we are now. So anyway, just interesting that it says things like that. The other thing says the pandemic treaty has come under fire on social media. Imagine that. Mostly from far right uh, wing critics, of course, uh, warning it could lead uh, to countries uh, ceding their authority over to the uh, WHO. And so I guess that brings us to where we are on the video you shared with me this morning because you brought this to my attention and shared that with me today. So we can move in whatever direction. Well, this is Dr. Merrill Noss. And she's explaining how the WHO proposed pandemic treaty will enable the WHO to, quote, take over jurisdiction of everything in the world Mm. by saying that climate change, animals, plants, water systems, and ecosystems are all central to health. And so I guess we're going to go off into that and see what she has to say and then hopefully provide some perspective from a biblical view shortly thereafter. So let's check it out. All right. My name is Dr. Meryl Nass, and I and Dr. Kat Lindley will be talking about the um, new WHO documents. You've heard from my last two colleagues that the um, rulers of many countries and many other apparatchiks have been wantonly breaking the law over the last three years. They have had no concern about obeying the law, and... They want to protect themselves. We're undergoing a soft coup, and the idea is to create a whole new set of laws and ignore the existing human rights laws and other laws under the pretext of pandemic preparedness and the biosecurity agenda. Um, Seventy countries at least are involved with this, 50 supported by the U.S., um, and the Justification requires you to believe that pandemics are common and that they're caused by humans um, 
catching diseases from animals, from what they call spillover. And Fauci and Daszak have pushed this idea um, continuously over the last three years. Um, two examples. This is one Tony Fauci said in the, in the journal Cell. In a human-dominated world in which our human activities represent aggressive, damaging, and unbalanced interactions with nature, we will increasingly provoke new disease emergences. Daszak and Fauci's two lieutenants said the same thing. We must realize in our crowded world, human behaviors, environmental changes, and inadequate public health mechanisms can turn obscure animal viruses into existential human threats. And who is going along with this? Basically, all the major multinational organizations, as well as all our health authorities. The WHO is developing through all its nations, but with the WHO directorate in the United States in charge, a pandemic treaty and amendments to the existing international health regulations that will remove the human rights protections currently um, embedded in the IHRs, will enforce surveillance, censorship, get rid of freedom of speech, require governments to censor and only push a single narrative. Also, we will be sub subject, if, if they can make this work, to vaccines developed in 100 days, which the organization CEPI is planning to do. And one of the people who founded CEPI was Jeremy Farrar, who is now the chief scientist at the WHO to bring this forward. Um, other things that uh, the amendments do is to bind the state so they are no longer recommendations but enforceable edicts. Uh, provide a liability shield, get rid of intellectual property rights, move supplies from one country to another, um, enforce digital passports, and the director general of WHO can demand that a pandemic or a potential pandemic exists. He can just declare it with no standards, and then countries around the world will have to obey. Uh, also, the WHO will tell you what drugs you can and can't use in your nation once a pandemic is declared. Obviously, the budget will increase. One Health is another part of this. One Health is a concept that was created to enable the WHO, with these documents, to take over jurisdiction of everything in the world by saying that climate change, animals, plants, water systems, ecosystems are all central to health. Also embedded in this concept is a peculiar notion that humans are no longer of greater value than animals. Wow. <laughs> there's For a, a pandemic lot. treaty, huh? Yeah, there's a lot to talk about when we come back from the break here in a second because she just threw out a whole lot of stuff that we need to be aware of and people need to understand this. Well, here shortly we're going to dive off into what actually is part of the uh, WHO's pandemic treaty and who uh, Dr. Merrill Noss was, or is rather. And uh, so we look forward to telling you more about that and showing you the connections to Bible prophecy. Uh, will you obey the pandemic treaty? Let's hear your thoughts, yes or no, in the comments. Will you obey the pandemic treaty if it were to be established? Let us know your thoughts. We'll be right back after the break. 
Understand what is taking place. Except a man is born again, he can enter or see the kingdom of God. I don't care what label you've been given or what label you've given yourself, you are essential. You still matter. This is a journey, and when we get to the other side of that, that's where our prize is, that's where our reward is. Time is not going anywhere. Satan and the elites of this world don't want you to understand the timeline leading to the second coming of Jesus. You can pinpoint where we are in the end time. Understand how you fit in and be filled with hope in God's plan by watching the future according to Bible prophecy. Go to intime.com slash future or call 800 intime. That's 800-363-8463. Welcome back to the End Time Show. Vince Stegall here with Doug Norvell. We have open lines at 877 time 877-363-8463. Right before the break, we showed you a video of Dr. Merrill Noss explaining how uh, the WHO proposed pandemic treaty would enable them to take over jurisdiction of everything in the world, is what she's proclaiming by saying that climate change, animals, plants, water systems, and ecosystems are all central to health. Now, Doug, is she just saying that, or is that in the documentation from the WHO? These are in documentations, Vince. The thing is, is she's taken this and, and really gone through the entire document and you know pulled these things out so that people can be aware of what's going on. But we've, we've heard this before. This isn't the first time we've heard this. Uh, we, we've talked about it before with things like uh, being able to uh, remember we talked about the UN under the Obama no under the Bush administration there was a document signed that would allow the UN to come in in case of a natural disaster that ca- would cause harm to a surrounding area for them to be able to come in and take control over that property and remove people from their homes in the uh, I, I guess under saying that this is for their safety, their mm-hmm. you know their well-being and safety. So they'll be able to move you out of your homes and move you into things. We talked about this a little bit, uh, and we actually showed a little bit of what that document was when we had the train derailment up in um, mm-hmm. Ohio. Ohio, yes, and they moved so many people out of their neighborhoods into another place. Well, then we found out that uh, Columbus, Ohio, I believe, had one of the largest. Uh, smart cities that had just been built and they were telling people we can move you right into here into these places until you're able to go back so this is something that's on the books that's been signed in by a president that gives the un that kind of authority and power already within our country so something like that could happen where they could come in and say uh, we're going to have to take this property from you because now this has been condemned uh it 
it's uh, dangerous for you to live here, and we're going to move you to this great smart city where, you know, we're going to put $2,000 in your bank account and put this chip in you and all these things that we keep seeing happening. So, Do, we, do we know how Facebook feels about something like that? Uh, I Or YouTube, Google, Disney, all these big corporations like that? Yeah, because they're all part of this movement because you heard one of the things that she mentioned. What did she mention? She mentioned get rid of freedom of speech uh, and take away some human rights. So we're already beginning to see that, right, on our social media. That's why you're bringing this up, I'm assuming, right? I am. Kinda, <laughs> yeah. So, well, yeah, I think people need to know that things they interact with every day. It's already happening. They are in favor of such ideas, and they're implementing it yeah. to some degree, not not um, as extreme as it could get and we believe will get. Right. But this is already things that are occurring, and... You know, that's one reason why we usually pause and say, share this video. And that's, I guess, what I'm going to do right now because, yeah. you know, we, Facebook, YouTube, places like this, they don't want uh, the narrative that they don't agree with prospering on their uh, channels. And so we need your help. We don't expect to see, Actually, yesterday we thought... You know, we're talking about, is Donald Trump the Antichrist? This may get us on the trending page. But um, <laughs> typically the stuff we talk about, they don't want to see on the trending page. And a lot of it, they have code in place already to automatically block it from a lot of people to be able to see it. Mm-hmm. I've told you many times we have, you know, 250,000 followers on Facebook alone. And only a few hundred of you get notified when we go live. And we just think that's very unfortunate. And so we think if you follow us, you should get notified if you want to be notified when we post things and so that doesn't happen and we need your help hit the share button share this video love the video by clicking on the heart instead of just the thumbs up and even commenting all those those three action items go a long way in helping us get to your friends and family so help us out with that if you wouldn't mind stopping what you're doing right now share love and comment mm-hmm. all right doug so some of the points of that pandemic treaty you mentioned um, you mentioned one, uh, get rid of freedom of speech. What are some other highlights there? Well, I mean, one of the things she talked about was creating new laws. These laws would be things like what we talked about where they could come in and do a land grab. Uh, for instance, if you had, if there was a pandemic, let's just say, for instance, you had some new goats. And, oh. and there's been a pandemic that has started in... I do have new in, I know you do. And, They've gotten uh, out seven times in three days. <laughs> so you have ready a little have bit of a problem stew. already going on. But goat stew, goat leather, I'm, I'm ready to do all that. <laughs> well, hang in there. It just takes time. It'll all work out. Yeah. But, but let's say that, you know, farm animals, for instance, were carrying a disease and it could be transmitted to human beings. They could come in, they could take your livestock from you and say, look, for your safety, for your family's safety, for the safety of all your neighbors, we've got to come in and confiscate your animals and take them away. Well, you've been using these animals for milk, for food, for whatever your purposes are to have these animals, and now they've taken away your opportunity to do that. And through this, they can do that. They can take away your property, they can take away your animals, they can take away uh, anything that you've got through this new creation of these laws because if it falls under the pandemic um, you know, wording, Who gets to determine that? Who gets to determine the, what a pandemic is? Exactly, the WHO. That's who gets to determine that in this plan. That's what we're, we're screaming and hollering about this because I know we're not screaming and hollering, but you know what I mean. We're making a big deal about it because it is a big deal. And the thing about it, they talk about that. They talk about removing your human rights so not everybody has the rights we have in this nation 
you know, as American citizens. Not everybody has the freedom and the rights that we have, and that's why they want to take that away. America, like we've said before, is standing between world government and the world right now. Mm-hmm. When America, the way that we go, that's how it's going to go because we are that nation that still we, we have our rights. And one of the rights that I'm sure they want to remove, Vince, is the right to defend yourself because if you can defend yourself, Vince, guess what? They try to come in and take your stuff. You're going to be able to defend yourself. But if they can take away your rights, your Second Amendment rights, for instance, they can keep you from fighting back you don't believe that, just ask the people in Australia, ask the people in New Zealand who went through this uh, pandemic stuff there in their country and they had no way to fight back against the government and they were forced to do things they did not want to do. Uh, we have friends in New Zealand. I have friends in New Zealand and Australia um, and one of them used to be a police officer. He's no longer a police officer because of the things that they were forcing him as a police officer to do. He had to stop being a police officer. So these are things that are important to remove those human rights. That's a big deal. Uh, getting rid of the freedom of speech we talked about. Um, you know, I mean, you talked about our social media pages and, and the people who run those. We know that a lot of these people that run the social media are part of Klaus Schwab's new global leader or young global leaders initiative and part of the WEF. So they're already in control of those things. Um, the other thing that I thought was big besides the climate change thing that they're trying to say is essential to our health. Climate change is going to kill us all, you know, so we know that. I put that in there, but the one that really sticks out to me is they can decide what drugs can be used to treat pandemics. Why do you think they would have that in there, Vince? Well, I know the narrative is that um, there's oversight, and so you can't just have, you know, they would point to some smaller country perhaps where, a leader there would say, you can or cannot do X, Y, Z, and that they would have the authority to come in, and it's better for the people if they have this type of authority where they have that oversight to be able to um, get everyone on the same page with with the drugs that are available. Yeah, and so... Or um, someone crazy like Trump or, you know, however they would want to frame it. Right. They they would do that, and so I, I see where they're going with that. Yeah. Well, they're also going this way because this is who Dr. Merrill Nash is, our NOS. She is a doctor who prescribed hydrochloroquine mm-hmm. and uh, what's the other one? Uh, the ivermectin? Yes, ivermectin to people who had COVID-19 symptoms. And these people received treatment from her. And she's actually been on trial. I didn't get to, I I don't believe they come up with a verdict yet because Friday was the last day of the trial. So they may still be talking about it. But they've taken her license away. She was actually one of the doctors that were removed from social media along with the doctor you followed and and the uh, disinformation dozen that lost their uh, credibility and lost their license, license to administer medicine and things. And one of the things that she's on trial for is she lied about the prescription, why somebody was being prescribed ivernectin, because she said that they had Lyme disease. Because in some places, the pharmaceutical companies or the pharmacies would not allow anybody to get ivernectin or hydrochloroquine because of the government and what the government was saying about it. Mm-hmm. So she had to say they're being treated for this. Well, she admitted to that. And so that's one of the things they're talking about. But but this is a lady who she knows her stuff. I mean, she's a, a leading expert 
uh, in medicine, and she was. Uh, it says that she has ep- expertise in anthrax and bioterrorism. So this is that's her realm of where she has been a doctor for this time. So before all this happened, she had helped people with uh, treating patients for Gulf War, uh, Gulf War syndrome and the adverse effects of anthrax disease. Remember the Gulf War syndrome, one of the things people may not recognize or understand why that would be a thing. Uh, the Gulf War v- uh, veterans, when they came back, they had clearly been... Uh, subject to being hit with some biological warfare like some mustard gas and some things that Saddam Hussein released and they say that that the Gulf War syndrome is effects of that it didn't kill them but it made a lot of those Gulf War uh, veterans come home and seek suicide and things like that that's one of the things that fall under our trumpet video that's one of the things that it talks about, that men will seek death for five months and not be able to find it and things like that. You said our trumpet video. You're talking about the seven trumpets? The seven trumpet videos that we have in our, in our new study, as well as when Pastor Baxter did it. Uh, we didn't understand all that, and that's one of those things we didn't understand. I think we're beginning to get more and more understanding of what that could pertain to. And it could have been the Gulf War syndrome. Pastor Baxter, before he passed away, one day he was asked about this on the air and he said that he believes that that could be part of it because those people were subject to something that messed with their uh, bodies, with their physical makeup of their body, as well as their mental uh, stability and some of the things that they struggled with. And the Gulf War suicide rate was very, very high. And the thing about that is we didn't see a lot of our troops that were hurt or, or went through a lot of traumatic warfare because if you remember the Gulf War most of Saddam's soldiers gave up. They just Mm -hmm. surrendered. They came in droves with their guns over their heads surrendering. So it wasn't like we had this big physical war battle. So anyway, that's a whole other story. I don't want to open a big can of worms there, but that's one of the things that caught my eye as I started to look into Dr. Nas. So anyway, she is uh, an expert in this field. And the way that the video was done when you shared it with me, it almost looked like she was for this like it the way it was clipped Mm -hmm. it almost looked like she was promoting this but she's not we went back and and our guys in our editing department went back found the original video and edited that and got more so that you understood what she was doing was speaking against this and saying that this is like a coup that they're trying to take over these countries silently uh through this treaty so people this is something we need to be serious about this is something we need to let our senators know you know, this is one of those things we told people when we first saw this, contact your senators, tell them we don't want to be any part of this pandemic treaty. Well, we can do that again. So that's something if people want to know, hey, what can we do about it? Start contacting your representatives and telling them, look, we don't want to be part of this pandemic treaty. Yep. So with the Dr. Merrill Noss clip, if you missed it, be sure after the uh, feed is over to go back and watch that clip. I've posted a link to the full video. It's four and a half hours long in the thread so you can check that out if you'd like we'll look a little bit more about dr merle noss and one health she mentioned that in the video we'll talk more about that and how it all connects to bible prophecy don't go anywhere we'll be right back hi i'm judy baxter when Irvin and i got married we didn't realize that our calling would be a prophetic ministry since we started in time ministries there have been many times we weren't sure how we would pay the bills but God has always provided. 
We started with the magazine, then went on radio and TV. And now we have the Jerusalem Prophecy College in Israel and online with End Time Plus. The mission has always been to reach people with the gospel of Jesus Christ and the End Time message. Through the years, my husband would say, we will see revival like never before in the last days. We are living in the end time now. Thank you for walking this journey with us and continuing in prayer. You are a part of the team. Thank you for your generous support. It is necessary for God's purpose. The most important thing is that you are ready when the Lord comes. Our hope is to help prepare you for that day. God bless you and we love you. Welcome back to the End Time Show. Vince Stegall here with Doug Norvell. We're taking your call. The number to join us is 877-END-TIME, 877-363-8463. We're talking about the Great Reset, lockdowns, and the pandemic treaty. Thankfully, Doug, the pandemic treaty has not been signed by the United States, though many would love for that to happen. We've broken that down. We've looked at this video from Dr. Merrill Noss, and we're going to be talking about that and one uh, health here in a moment, but first we want to get to the phones. Is that right? Yeah, let's go ahead. And talk. All right, none other than the Joe Show. Joe from New York's watching. We'll go to him now. Hey, Joe. Hey, you guys look very coordinated today. <laughs> I know, right? I, Thanks. I you wondered why Doug texted me last night, wanting to know what I was wearing. <laughs> you look beautiful. Listen, we we can see every facet of how things are coming together. This artificial intelligence, that's another tool for Charles Schwab and his, his group to manipulate and scare and shake up and control people. But there's a statement going back uh, that they made in one of their meetings some years ago about the world population, that there's way too many people on the world to sustain the world. And there was a, a, a clip. I tried to find it since then. This is a few years ago. But one of the reporters, somebody was questioning one of the members of, of that elitist group about, you know, there's too many people and, and the response. And it was done where the guy didn't know he w- that he was being overheard by this reporter. And he made a statement that we're working on it. Mm. I remember seeing that clip and and then reading about that. So they're working on trying to reduce the population of the world, and that's all part and parcel. Like, I, 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 I tuned in a little bit late, but I saw that woman speaking, and she was saying some wild stuff that really falls into the scriptures, the prophecies, you know, and each facet of society is being manipulated. Each Each thing is coming together. They want to shake up people. They want to control people. They're, they, and they're going to want us to think that AI, artificial intelligence, is telling them what to do. It's them. There's no A machine can't think. I keep calling up and saying this because it's, duh, if you have a half a brain, you know a machine can't have creative thought. It'll, it'll only use what information, what data is input. But they're the ones controlling it. When I spoke to Dave, he said he did some research, and all of the answers he got to the questions he asked this AI were leftist answers. Duh. <laughs> <laughs> so we see how it's all coming together. But, but, but this woman, wasn't, she wasn't speaking like she was promoting this, you said. 
Right. She was, it was more like she was a whistleblower about what they were trying to implement. And she was doing it at this EU forum where she's trying to help the European Union understand, look, we need to pull out of this uh, pandemic treaty, not go forward with it. It's what the whole four-hour video is about. They're speaking against what's going on with the pandemic treaty. So she's one of the good guys. Yes, she is one of the good guys. Yes, sir. Well, that's good. That's good. I just had a question about that. But but, but us who have been born of the Spirit, we have to be prayer warriors and pray against evil wherever we see it, especially that's what's going to save the USA. Mm-hmm. We've got to get these this, this present administration with this pineapple head in the White House. We've got to get him out of there because, number one, he's being manipulated. But if you see all the leftist trying to infiltrate our government and and tie into this world economic forums garbage you know it's like you know the absurd things we have to see the absurdity these are the clowns they want to put diapers on cows i remember mm-hmm. they, to, they want to put diapers on clowns come on <laughs> yep. come on we got to wake up we got to keep praying against this we got to take action people got to be involved in every level of government you know city state local federal we we've got to Vote the good guys in there, man. Amen. So I've said what I'm going to say, and God bless you. Keep doing what you're doing, man. Thank you, Joe. We appreciate it always when you call. God bless you. Stay healthy. All right. God bless you, Joe. All right. We're going to go to Massachusetts now. Nina is watching there. Nina, welcome to the End Time Show. Hi. Hi, Nina. This is the first time I've called. Oh, well, thank you for calling. Every day, and I've learned so much through the end time ministries, and I don't have a TV or a computer or a cell phone, so I just am listening to you on the channel WJIV, which I'm so grateful that is broadcasting your, your ministry. I've been listening and to today's discussion, and I've called uh, my representatives and senators about getting us out of the World Health Organization when um, I first heard about that, and they told me they weren't even aware of it, which I believe, I can't say for sure, was a lie, but that's my opinion. Well, it, and it may be that they aren't aware of it. The thing, what's really kind of frightening right now is a lot of times our representatives get such a large stack of paper when they get these uh, these plans and they're trying to push this stuff through. Uh, they do it initially so that they can confuse people. When people look at a big stack of paper they're going to have to read and they're like, I don't want to read through this. Just tell me what it says. And somebody explains it to them, and then they sign it. And that's the problem with a lot of this. That's how they, they, the I guess, the paper pushers within the government really do this to get their points across and get the things done that they want to get done is they just try to give you so much to have to look at that you're just like, okay, just tell me what's in there, and I'll decide what I'm going to do. 
And so, unfortunately, that's probably true. They probably don't have any idea. But you calling them will educate them enough to where they'll say, well, I'll check into it or I'll look into it and see what I can find out. Uh, Because a lot of these representatives have young people that work for them and they'll send them and say, hey, go read this and find out what it's about and come back and tell me, does it really say this? And so um, it's good that you did that regardless of what answer they gave you. At least you're getting it out there. So that's a good thing. Yeah. The pandemic issue uh, with the COVID, um, my personal view, I believe they created that Mm -hmm. for a purpose. Well, there's a lot of new information out there that I've been reading about in papers and listening to from certain preachers that I listen to on WJIV mm-hmm. that have come up with information that some of these medications are causing more problems than help for the COVID. Right. And, and, you know, Nina, one of the ways that Vince and I and Dave, the way that we've always handled this is we've told people there's enough research out there for you to do your own research and check into these things and see what you believe based on your research. We didn't want to steer anybody wrong. When all this first started, we were like, look, there's plenty of information out there. You're going to have to make that decision and pray about it and make sure this is something you want to do or something you don't want to do. Uh, but now, you know, I can I can say that, um, you know, there are still people on both sides of that issue. Uh, There's people that call it conspiracy theory. There's people that say uh, you're a conspiracy uh, conspiracy theorist if you got the vaccine, if you didn't get the vaccine, all these things. And so there's still, there's so much on both sides of that issue. But still, I just, I want to tell people, do your research. This issue is a very big issue regardless of where you stand on COVID or on the vaccine. Yeah. And I got the first booster. I got the second booster of Pfizer. And I didn't have no reaction. But on the second booster, I got sick. Mm-hmm. I actually had the symptoms of COVID. I'm autoimmune. So um, I have an autoimmune deficiency disorder. So that could be a, a possible reason why I did get sick. Mm-hmm. But I have friends who have been boosted and vaccinated, and they took, um, they had come down with the COVID, and they took the Paxlovid, and it made them better. Yeah. Well, uh, one of the things about it this. It doesn't necessarily stop you from getting the COVID. Right. Right. And, and one of the things about this treaty that is worrisome to me is you will not have a choice under this uh when when they say this is what you're going to do if your country signs into this you no longer will have that choice they're going to make it mandatory and so we won't have that choice if this passes right now we we're in a pretty good place where you know we can make that decision about what's going in our body and what we're going to do to treat something Uh, but if this pandemic treaty passes and everybody signs on to it you give up that right to be able to do that. And that's what uh, this doctor is trying to get the word out. And it's not just her, that whole panel that's in that video. We just took a short piece of that panel 
out and showed that video. But these other doctors that are on there are saying the same thing, is this is a very bad move for us, and it goes right along with the master plan of the dragon that we've talked about. Revelation 13 is the devil's plan to rule the world, and this is part of that initiative where they're taking yes. away your freedoms, and they're telling you what you're going to do, and they're going to monitor Everything you. Everything that's happening in today's world with all types of issues is happening because of the devil. Yeah, absolutely. Nina, we uh, appreciate your call so we, much. I know you don't have television or a phone to watch our show, so what I'd like to do um, is, is stay on hold, and what we do is, is we're going to send you the brand-new book, Understanding the End Time, so you can read that book. Uh, we certainly appreciate you being a long-time listener, first-time caller, so thank you so much. Stay on hold. We'd love to send you that book uh, today, give Sherry your information so we can get that out to you. Doug, we are coming right up on the end here, like always. How do we wrap a show like today up? We didn't get to number uh, quite a bit of information that we wanted to, but yeah. um, we've talked a lot about, of course, the pandemic that came, and then, of course, the great reset that's coming, and um, the pandemic treaty that may or may not come to America. Right. What do we tell people now? Well, you know, I mean, Vince, like we said before, this is all part of that plan. It's the master plan of the dragon. We know uh, what's going on. We know that the devil's chapter is in Revelation 13, and we see there's a world government there. There's a world um, religious system. There's a world economic system. We see uh, this every day in our headlines. We're watching it be implemented more and more and more. The thing that we've got to remember is always keep our eyes on the Lord Jesus and what he told us. Because he told us these things were going to come. And the whole reason why he shares this information with us is so that when we, believe, when we begin to see these things happening, we will believe. And so, you know, back to what we talked about yesterday. Our job during these times is to spread the gospel of the kingdom of Jesus Christ. And if we're doing our part, God is going to do his part to take care of us. And you know, I mean, here's the thing. When you're a Christian and you're born again, your name's written in the Lamb's Book of Life, you don't have to worry about these things because God's got you. He's going to take care of you. And it doesn't matter what people can do to this physical body. They can't hurt my spirit, my soul that goes to be with the Lord. And that's the important thing. So, man, I took us right up to the end. Sorry. You sure did. That's all good. <laughs> uh, don't forget that Understanding the End Time is now available to stream on demand 24-7. Go to endtime.com slash new and you can start streaming it today on End Time Plus. It's free for subscribers and you can do a free trial and watch all 14 of them and then cancel your trial if you'd like. That's totally fine. Go to endtime.com slash new and start watching Understanding the End Time today so you can have peace and hope as we navigate these uncertain times. We'll see you right back here tomorrow at 3 p.m. Central Time. Can't wait. <laughs>